Welcome back for another video. As the first FPL deadline looms, I'm going to be answering all your FPL dilemmas and giving my final thoughts. We're going to get through as many as possible here, so let's get straight into it. First up is Richard, who asks, when will Turner be updated on FPL? Nice and easy one to start off with here. He's just been updated on FPL just before I hit record. Turner's yours for 4 mil now under Nottingham Forest on FPL. So let's pull up some teams that Forest rotate best with while we're talking about him. Pickford and Johnston are two nice 4.5 mil goalkeepers that rotate well, and Nana works as well. Man United are our way to Spurs in game week 2 while Forest are home to Sheffield United, so it is a potential game week to play Turner. Hoptop asks, Fernandez and a 4.5 mil mid or two 6.5 mil mids? This one applies to all your teams if you do have a 4.5 mil mid, and the answer is, it really depends on whether you need to start that mid or not. None of the 4.5 mil mids look good enough to be starting, so you need someone else that you could start in your team instead. So this one can't be answered without knowing who you're starting instead of him. If it means you have to use the mid, or perhaps you have to start a cheap dodgy defender, then the two 6.5 mil mids is the answer. So to summarise, you shouldn't be starting any 4.5 mil mids in Gemic 1. None of them are viable as it stands. That could change after Gemic 1. Mohamed asks, will Trossard and Garnacho start their games? My expectation is that Arteta will use one defensive mid in the easier games, like Forest home in Gemic 1, as they'll control games. This means Trossard and Havertz both likely to start, but in tougher games, like we saw versus Man City in the Community Shield, both Rice and Party likely to start. So yes to Trossard. Garnacho probably likely to start as well, but he's a very short-term pick, so I'd avoid him unless you're planning on something like a Gemic 1 bench boost. Hoyland will only miss a few games, but while he's out, Rashford should move from left wing to striker, which frees up left wing for Garnacho. I expect both will start, but Sancho does have a chance. So I mentioned the bench boost there in that last one, and Robin's got a question on that. He says, if the experts are considering a Gemic 1 bench boost, can it not just be used at any time whenever the bench is good? To clarify just on this one, very few top managers are actually considering it. In tomorrow's experts video, we've got about 4 or 50 responses so far with the chip active. Ben Krellin is the man to follow for everything regarding fixtures in FPL. He put out an interesting thread yesterday basically saying he was considering it because this season Gemic 37 looks like the best time to bench boost which is very late in the season so you'd have to hold on to your wildcard for a very long time or you could use it in Gemic 31 which does look like a great week to wildcard but then you have to hope your team still looks good by Gemic 37 to bench boost. I'm personally not using the chip in Gemic 1, it, to be honest it's too much to wrap my head around at this point and Ben also has since said he's not. But the other appeal to a Gemic 1 bench boost is it's like using two chips at once. You can basically use unlimited transfers directly into a bench boost team. Usually we have to wildcard one week before and then use it the next, which does leave you slightly exposed. So the answer to the last part of your question is you could use it in any week, but you might be less prepared. My plan is to simply wait for the double game weeks. Lewis asks, do I have a plan in place for if the unthinkable happens and Harley gets injured? To this one, I would say you don't want to have a plan for injuries. They're completely unpredictable and you probably leave yourself worse off if you're trying to set your team up with redundancy for a potential injury somewhere. If he does get injured, then I'll just sell him for Salah or maybe Kane if he's still around. Or even if it's for a minus four hit, not the end of the world. Joe asks, Jao Pedro versus Ferguson. For this one, it's Pedro all day. He's played way more minutes in pre-season and he has two goals and an assist including a penalty, so it looks like he might be on penalty duties. It could be Welbeck leading the line over Ferguson in Gemic 1 and Pedro playing in behind him. Laura asks, Salah or Trent? She can't have a reasonable team of both. For me, Salah's the one here. The most informed player in the league in pre-season. Nailed in that front three, and Liverpool look like they're going to be scoring lots of goals again this season. They've sold Fabinho and Henderson this window, so they have looked pretty vulnerable in pre-season. 
If you're paying 8 mil for Trent, it's most expensive price ever, you at least want good clean sheet potential as well as the attacking potential. Lots of questions on Spurs Kane and the other Spurs assets. Habesha asks if the other assets become worse if he leaves. I think the obvious answer is yes. Spurs are losing a 39 goal contribution player last season of 63 goals scored, so 61% of their goals he was involved in. You'd expect an improvement in output from some other players, it will be necessary. Sun scored just 10 last season and Richarlison scored just 1. For me Spurs are a wait and see, especially if Kane leaves. They've got a new manager, a lot of moving parts right now and it is still a developing story. And if we look at their fixtures, it's not like the opening two scream to punt on them. Brentford and Man United are two fixtures where you can afford to just watch the games and wait and see if you like what you see before getting them for Bournemouth, Burnley and Sheffield United after. Freddie asks, is Alvarez worth the risk? So one stat I've mentioned before is that last season only Haaland and Kane had more points per start than Alvarez. So let's talk about the leaks for a second. For better or worse, they have become a part of the game now. The first match of each game week has potential for early news, sometimes even the later games. So on the deadline stream for game week 1, we're likely to know about a few players and whether they start for Man City. If Alvarez starts and you want to trust it, then yeah, I'd say he's worth the risk. Obviously it goes without saying, beyond game week 1, you'll have no idea whether he starts or not, so that's a gamble. But I think he's absolutely quality and he should get more minutes this season. I do expect João Pedro to start for Brighton, who is one mil cheaper. Among the budget forwards, he's my favourite, followed closely by Alvarez and then Visser. Joe asks, Haaland or Balogun? This one's a great question, thanks so much for sending this in. On the one hand, Haaland destroyed the Golden Boot record last season with 36. But on the other hand, Balogun is third or fourth, maybe fifth choice at Arsenal and he won't play, so it's got to be Balogun. Question from FPL Born who asks, will Cole will start? I fully expect him to be a regular starter for Chelsea this season, and on top of that he's left-footed, which works in his favour. Pochettino will want to ideally deploy left-footed centre-back on the left side of the pairing. This is the predicted lineup from Fantasy Football Scout, link below by the way to become a member, it's one of the countless perks you get. So Chilwell, Colwell, Thiago Silva and James versus Liverpool. If we also have a peek at FPL review projections, filtered to the four and a halves, there's nothing between them, but Colwell's up there. Once Chelsea's fixtures turn from game week three, double Chelsea defence does look really good, and I expect many managers to head that way with Colwell or James alongside Chilwell. So if you can't bench him against Liverpool, he makes a lot of sense from game week one. FPL Bounty asks, is Triple Arsenal midfield being overlooked? It definitely is, I've actually not seen a single draft of all three. Earlier in pre-season, I had double Arsenal mids and Jays's, which is triple Arsenal attack, whichever way you shape it. The appeal with the three mids is reduced though, because there's so many good midfielder options. Arsenal should score tons of goals over the opening five or so game weeks. In fact, this is a really good graphic from 11FI on Twitter, which projects the team's strength by team for every fixture. Only Man City are projected to score more goals over the opening six game weeks. If anyone does fancy a punt on triple Arsenal mid, I'm all for it. I've got double myself and double Man United and Mitoma. Alice asks Eze or Mitoma? She's currently sat on Mitoma because of the starting fixtures, but it feels like Eze will do better in the long run, meaning a more precise transfer required later. I've been going back and forth between these two all pre-season. Many have also got Mbumo as a dilemma, but for me it was these two as well. On the one hand, Eze was the most in form in pre-season among the six and a halves, with two goals and five assists. Fourth top on the pre-season form table, he is their talisman and he should be on pens. Mitoma on the other hand, not Brighton's talisman. The returns will be more spread among the team, but Brighton are more exciting and more attacking side, and most importantly they've got the better fixtures. Game week 1 they're projected to do similarly, game week 2 Palace have got Arsenal, so in the end I landed on Mitoma. Could be totally wrong, but that's where I'm currently at. 
Also lastly, Kabore will be making his debut in the Premier League for Luton away to Brighton, properly thrown in the deep end there, and he'll have the near impossible task of dealing with Matoma. I should also mention that I left myself with a couple mil on the bank, so I do have the flexibility to move up to as high as the 8.5 mil mid from Matoma once the fixtures turn. That does leave a ton of options on the table like Foden, Madison and Jota as well. Thanks for watching the video everyone. The final upload will be The Expert which comes tomorrow morning. It'll be unmissable so make sure you subscribe for that. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.